Hello and welcome. I'm George Baldwin and I'm excited to announce our new podcast, Keeping It Real Estate. In this podcast, we will be talking in depth about the property world, interviewing local people, giving you an insight into people's property journey, current issues and what the future holds. I hope you enjoy listening. Okay, uh, episode one here with the owners Paula and David Baldwin of CGT Lettings. Hello and welcome. Hello. Hello. How are we doing today? We're all good. Very well. So, uh, what does CGT stand for? Well, uh, my accountant used to say that CGT stood for capital gains tax. But in fact, it stands for the towns of the... um, the towns where we first set up our letting agencies, Cheltenham, Gloucester and Tewkesbury. Do you have other branches now? Yeah, we have them in uh, Quedgley and Kingsway and our later edition, which was in Stroud. So yes, we've now... And yes, we now have five branches. Cool, thank you. Thank you. Um, so how and when did this all start, may I ask? It started on the 24th of November, 1987. Interesting that you know that precisely. Yes, I do. It's embedded in my brain. It was a bright and sunny day. (laughs) (laughs) I actually wasn't in CGT at the time. I was actually teaching. And uh, it was a vision of David to actually get this letting agency going, having finished another career. Yeah. And I extended my teaching profession um, and it wasn't until 2001 I think that I actually joined as an employee of CGT so that's 20 years ago Mm -hmm. that I've actually been working in the company in one form or another Mm -hmm. as well as my being a director of the company as well. So yeah so in, in 1987 I was employed no, I wasn't. I was a director of a uh, franchise. I was a franchisee of a company called Cornerstone, which was the Abbey National franchise for estate agency, mm-hmm. and I was their sort of guinea pig. Um, but it, but um, the property market was going through some tr- some changes, and it was becoming very difficult. Uh, so I could see the lettings market starting to take off. And particularly with the buy-to-let mortgages and investors uh, putting their money into that and pensions coming uh, lower, um, that the lettings market would be a good market to get get into. So um, off I went uh, Mm. to start it off. Um, Went to work for uh, somebody who had uh, the the, the company name Cheltenham Residential Lettings, which I liked Mm -hmm. the name. And after... (laughs) <laughs> I pinched it off. No, I bought it. I bought it. I eventually bought it off him, and then we formed. Uh, by which time we had uh, been starting to think about opening in, in other towns. Um, so the uh, Gloucester and Tewkesbury branches came on with that, uh, and then we amalgamated it all uh, into CGT in the early two thousand. Um, Thank you. Very, very interesting. Uh, <clears throat> Thank you. So we touch based uh, there on the brief history, and thank you for, for mm-hmm. indulging in that. Um, you now have sort of five branches. Uh, how many staff are employed, may I ask? Uh, just over 40 staff now, 
in the through the five branches um, head office in Cheltenham and um, the, the other four offices uh, have all the other staff in them as well um, we've got a hub in our uh, a maintenance hub in our Gloucester office and then the Tewkesbury Kingsway Quetchley and Stroud offices are just run on um, a manager and uh, lettings staff um, scenario we have the accounts as well in head office and we also have our MD and HR department there as well. Thank you. So, so, you know, there's obviously a lot of employees there and, and uh, managing that comes with with difficulties maybe and, and you know expansion so rapidly over, over the letting years. I want to really indulge in you two now uh, as, as the owners and ask you what has been the most frustrating thing during the time that you've owned CDT? I think that's quite a difficult one. Um, that's what I'm here to do on this podcast. <laughs> and to explore it. But I suppose the frustrations has been that in the early days that we didn't have enough money to keep it all going in the frame that we wanted it to go and to the journey it wanted to go on. So there was that frustration to start off with. Mm-hmm. Um, but as um, it took off, then it, obviously the frustrations eased. And um, But from it, uh, David didn't take any salary to start off with, so it helped with the business to grow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, David, there? Sorry. I've... I've um... I very rarely get actually too frustrated as such mm-hmm. um, and I've found it exhilarating um, growing mm. I suppose I've got frustrated with um, uh, agents undercutting you constantly oh. when you provide it when you provide a when you provide a, 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 a top-notch uh, service um, and you you adhere to high standards right the way through it's um, so frustrating to for some trumped up little nitwit uh, mm-hmm. undercutting you um, mm-hmm. just on fees, um, and I, think, I suppose know, I was... that that runs through with certain uh, landlords uh, are sure. just after that. So, so there's there's a frustration mm-hmm. around that, but I've enjoyed every single minute of the development. Of CGT, mm. and I'm enjoying the moments. Well, it's a it's a different development for me mm. in mm. the company yeah, sure, because sure. Um, obviously I had um, my teaching career, mm. um, but I hoped that I would I had brought my professionalism, which I had in my mm. which was embedded in my teaching career, mm. plus organisation skills and working with the staff mm. as well. Thank you. So, Paula, you, it looks like you've got something to, to add there. Well, I think it's, um, although you were looking at what frustrations we might have gone through, yeah. I think now yeah, sure. we have to carry other frustrations with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you hope that we have industry chiefs that are lobbying government to get the right messages over and can see all the angles of what the industry is having to go through, especially mm. with all the legislation at the moment mm. but it seems that shelter strong lobbying 
tactics have worked and are supporting the tenants and also what we're having to deal with with the eviction situations at the yeah, moment. It's, it's very interesting. Um, you know, I hope this all comes across that you know, equally everybody should um, see that frustrations from landlords to tenants to, to everybody going through this. Well, I think this is the thing that um, not everybody is picking up the frustrations of the landlords mm. and it always seems to be biased against the tenants at sure, the moment sure. not yeah, that we that. we don't want to help the tenants because mm -hmm. in this situation it's a bit of a sad situation to be in but mm. there are other sides and there the other sides are the landlords mm. who are providing the private rental market and without that a lot of people would be homeless yeah and you know maybe even if we didn't have investors investing in economies, you know, what would that frustration even cause? You know, that's yeah. touch base you know, yeah, there. there's a need, there's a need and a demand for, for property, and there always will be, I mm. believe, mm. Um, whether it be to purchase or, or to or to rent. Uh, it's a, there's there's going to be a need to provide a roof over people's heads, and as long sure. as the the economies are, are, are fine to, um, for people to afford it, that's. Mm. Uh, I, I think the other thing is that um, all agents seem to get tarred with the same brush that they okay. think that they're not doing a professional job and mm -hmm. there are a lot of but it's mainly down to just private landlords not having a really good agent behind them and mm -hmm. we at CGT obviously pride ourselves in our professionalism and also our good service and our high standards yeah. and high standards so it it's um it, it's that frustration that sometimes comes through that you get annoyed that uh, you're being tarred mm. when we're, think, we're trying to do a great job. Yeah, I, I think that's the most humble thing anybody can say really about, about the industry. Mm. Um, and, and thank you for And I think it's, been, this, it's yeah. been probably a little too easy for anybody to open up and mm -hmm. let houses and sell houses mm. without any regulation whatsoever. Well, um, absolutely. All you need is a camera, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And access to your uh, internet, and off it goes. Um, and it's it's um, it's hoped that the regulation of of this will come, although the intervention of of governments with all their various rules and regulations seems to be um, uh, cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> Good words. Good <laughs> choice of words there. So as, as CGT owners, um, is it just lettings that, that you, you do? Or what's the no, we'd, no, we'd let's just go back a little bit. I've sort of come back into um, uh, sales, property sales, CGT sales uh, was formed two years ago. Um, and we're, we're going through uh, a process of getting that onto the, onto the market and um, selling. We are doing well. Uh, Quite a lot of the um, sales of investment sales. Um, uh, so our landlords selling their properties with them for them to other investors. Mm -hmm. So that's been a good source of income. But we are starting to move into other areas. Um, the, 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 the more natural market of, of just buying and selling and people moving from one house to another, and that's working. That's working very well. So yeah, so we've got um, we've got that. It's, it's it's in its infancy, to be fair. Um, uh, but it's it's I'm enjoying uh, watching that grow, and it is growing nicely. 
Um, that tends to operate from the Cheltenham office, um, but it does mean that they can go out and tour around the whole of the county as well. Yeah, so. yeah it runs through the whole of the county. Um, the reason why I've sort of gone back a little bit there is just because I want to hear in your, your opinion what the fears might be for, for landlords and vendors out there. You know, there is a lot of property talk in the world, mm. and I want in your opinion what, what you feel are the fears for, for landlords and vendors okay uh, I think the f main fears for landlords is actually just dealing with the legislation that's out there at the moment and ha having to deal with a new set of legislations that seems to come out on a regular basis almost every week well almost every week <laughs> yeah. yes that there, there is something that comes out that they have to deal with and it's just that um we hope that we can take those fears away from the landlords and, and assist and help them in the best yeah. way we can. Mm. I think landlords have a fear, I suppose a natural fear, of, of, of having void property, a void mm. uh, period. Mm. Um, but the demand uh, so far um, over the last two or three years has been insatiable, quite honestly. And I, I don't see that changing, sure. even given the changes in the whole working process. Uh, I still think there'll be high demand uh, for properties uh, right through but so, so those fears shouldn't be too um, hard to to alleviate mm -hmm. um, but as Paula rightly says the um, um, legislation is something that uh, is a constant yeah. drain on you know having to having to jump through and leap through various hoops all the time yeah. um, it must be it must be um, a battling Thing as a uh, as a landlord, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I think they look on it's quite quite an easy process um, for, for for a vendor maybe you know if you've got a good property in a good area and and it's at the right price you're no doubt going to get interest mm -hmm. mm. um, and it's got a garden seemingly sure. you know every property at the moment needs to have a garden because that's what people want to have especially now coming out of lockdown. Do you think just touching base on the on the the garden aspect do you think we're going to see uh more roof terraces in developing more more outside space <laughs> yeah. Yeah. any outside space is going to be at a premium um, uh, people have uh, are getting completely um what's the stir crazy for um living in lockdown at the moment so yeah if i think can, if they can get out even even to a roof terrace it'd be great. yeah i think if there are um flats being built i think people will want green spaces included within it so that they've all got somewhere that they can go and enjoy either sitting down or doing some exercise yeah or like you say having a roof terrace to go up uh, to yeah i do say that in a luxurious way yeah yeah okay yeah, i, yeah, I, get it. I yeah. think um <laughs> maybe maybe even just you know, you would need to go back to, to roots, maybe just having a plant at the moment mm -hmm. in some form, isn't it? Yeah, you know, let's yeah. go back to bases. But, and vend um, vendors have got yeah. fears, I suppose, of, of, of again, um, like landlords of, of having void periods, vendors have got a fear of not being able to sell their property mm -hmm. when, when they want to at the right time. But, the, but again, that's that's down to knowing the marketplace yeah, uh, sure. and, and going to an agent that has um, confidence in the market mm -hmm. and confidence mm -hmm. in what's going. Um, I think it's going to go through flexes. There's still there's still some um, high-priced properties in mm. high-priced areas mm. that precluding certain um, parts of the population, and because they just can't afford it. Yeah, sure. um, and that so. then you know 
may give a fear that or, can give to, fear to, 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 to the overall m- market suggesting that there, there, there is talk out there of a crash but do you see that coming? No. no. Confidently there. Look, yeah. look at that. Fum, fum. Fum the owners there. Yeah. When you've been, no. you been in the property market 40 years, <laughs> as, as, as I have, <laughs> um, 40 odd years, um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's down to demand, uh, yeah. supply and demand. And yeah. a, 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 I think there is, there is a cap possibly on um, in, inflationary rises in, in, in property prices. Mm coming mm. so I don't think we can uh, look at 20 and 30 percent increases in prices as we did in the 80s and 90s sure. Um, sure. Uh, ones and twos and and it, it, it more in line with with economic mm. th- th- thoughts are, are where I see it mm. but I don't see a crash no I don't personally I, I can't see it either I don't, I, I, you know like anything I think the talk is coming a lot <coughs> from London and therefore those suburbs yeah. Are probably going to experience a little bit of a a, a, um, a readjustment. A readjustment, absolutely, mm. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. a readjustment. But I think people will just look at other areas in the I country. Know. I know, mm. and and that's you know that's the next thing, isn't it? Yeah. So you know, like, looking at the go with the change. Then, yeah. yeah, northern powerhouse area. Yeah, and and and, and I I read that London London has had a drop of something like seven hundred thousand people. Um, that aren't looking for rented or buying. That's massive. And that's a, that's a big amount of people. Some are moving out of the area because they want to live in a on the suburbs and, and stuff. So the London market is is uh, an interesting one to watch. But but I, I think there might be some readjustments in price there, maybe. But uh, in other parts where you know Cheltenham, um, Gloucester, Tewkesbury, Stroud, they're all getting um, good numbers of people inquiring still so I don't I don't see that uh, changing I think the, the the other thing is that the, the London investors may look outside of London now and look towards Cheltenham yeah, Gloucester and for for investments because they know they're going to get a better deal mm. and know it's going to be rented uh, and get some return on their property and mm. their, their investment mm, thank you interesting so we're coming to to the end of of this episode, but we want to maybe touch base um, uh, over over fears there. There, um, I think um, yeah, I want to say, look, uh, that, that, uh, let's look at episode two now, mm-hmm. and and thank you for for coming along, and, and um, hopefully, let's look forward to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thank you.